You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and ten on the twelve. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room. And watch the watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run in that place and take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Hello, hello, hello. Hello, welcome, welcome into the Martin, Martin Houston, Houston show. show this morning. This sorry morning. for a little sorry bit of little bit technical, technical difficulties, but it is Xavier Houston with you live and coming, and coming in this morning. Host Martin Martin is, is going to be out of town, town for the rest, the rest of the week, most likely. But, but let's, let's get, get into it. it. I got Mason running the sidewalk for me today. How you doing this morning, Mason? All right, I'll get Mason, Mason in a second. Uh, so, so this morning, morning we will be talking, we will have DC, uh, the DC Capstone Reports, reports on, as well as we'll be talking about Texas A&M wanted Alabama to, or the SEC to punish Nick Saban for his comments about uh, recruiting and things of that nature. So it seems like there's a little bit of uh, anger there still from the agitation and things of that nature, as well as we're looking at where EFF Sports has some of Alabama's top players rated coming into this season. You'd be surprised at maybe where one guy is rated, so we'll check into that as well. So, so we will be breaking, breaking these down. down. All, All right. right. Uh, uh, Mason, Mason, are you, are you with me now? now? Xavier, we're having some technical difficulties. So I'm going to have to try to reconnect with you on the cell phone. Give me just one second. All right. All right. All right, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry having some technical difficulties this morning. All right. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Yeah, everything sounding good now? Much better, much better. All right, let's roll with it this way. Uh, yeah, Major, so uh, I don't know if you're ready to hear me. Going over some of the things that we'll be talking about this morning while uh, Martin is out on assignment right now. So, uh, can you heard about what Texas A&M is saying about wanting Nick Saban punished as a result of his comments on recruiting? Mason, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Give me one. I'm trying to answer some phone calls, Xavier, because get the guys in here on the show. Give me one second. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so. Sorry, guys. You know what it is. It is what it is. But no, I think it is absolutely amazing to see when you, uh, when you have to deal with some of the things that, <laughs> that Nick Saban is taking in. I'm not sure if I 100% agree with it. And think it, it should be done. Actually, I don't think it should be done. I think A&M is overblown it for doing whatever they can to 
not saving off of his high horse to knock him down the same notches and things of that nature. But I am definitely think Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M are counting, even though Nick Saban never said they did anything wrong. It just lets you know that there's more to it than what they've been letting on when it comes to how they can be, how they've been handling recruiting now that the NIL is in play. And remember, NIL isn't supposed to be a fine and play thing. It's supposed to be something that you get once you're on campus, once you have the ability to be in school, and it's a deal that you have to work. It is a it is not a sign and play. It is a a a produce, you know, a product and a production has to be done. You know, they provide you with something you produce the product, whether it be commercials, some uh radio spot, uh even if you're just driving around Newport, like you see Sunday Shroud and Dijon Robinson for some of these high end car buildings there has to be the product. That has, and then there has to be a a added factor too for the NIL to work. So I think yeah, explaining is a little nervous about getting out. But uh, hopefully we can get the technical side worked out as we head into the second quarter. We'll be joined by DC uh, DC Capstone Report. So we will be back on the other side of the break. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks as we get started on this Tuesday morning. Traffic pretty light around town. If you do see conditions throughout the morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new or used vehicle at Townsend Nissan. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another very hot day today. The sky partly to mostly sunny with only a small chance of any one spot getting a storm this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 96. The low tonight, 72. Tomorrow morning, sunshine. A few scattered afternoon storms around. The high, 95. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing and graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back to the Martin Luther Show. I am a baby Louis on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Uh, I am now joined by DC of DC Capstone. Report. How are you doing this morning, DC? Oh, doing 
doing good. X, how you doing this morning? I'm doing wonderful. It's a little difficult to that morning. Uh, and I just wanted, but hey, it's good to go. So I can't complain because it's super low, right? But, uh, difficult. No, so, yeah. So, I want to, uh, talk to you this morning about, um, and we've seen the news of Texas and all the big stages. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, X. I didn't, I didn't catch all of that. Uh, and we've seen the news of Texas and all the punish, uh, Nick Saban punished for his comments on recruiting. Yeah, I think I, I, I caught a little bit of that. I, I think what you're asking about is the Texas A&M uh, news that broke about Texas A&M. I think on three sports broke the news about them um, putting a request in for Nick Saban to be suspended uh, or fined. That sort of thing. Is that what you're asking about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it, when you when you look at this whole situation. Uh, I think Texas A&M is, is uh, kind of blown this whole thing out of proportion. If you if you go from the very beginning and you look at the comments that Coach Saban made, uh, he, he's admitted he shouldn't name any institution by name. Uh, I think that's probably the only thing he's done did did wrong in the situation naming someone. Uh, he was talking about a situation that was true. You know, many people have come out since then and said, "Well, did he say anything that wasn't true?" Uh, which which was correct. He didn't say anything that wasn't true. He also didn't say anybody did anything wrong. He wasn't talking about the institution as much as he was talking about the process and, and how it it evolved from a NIL deal where players uh, you know reap the benefits of their name, image, and likeness, which I think he is all for, to a recruitment carrot where you show how much a recruit can get. You have these con- these uh, collectives that have money set aside that's guaranteed when. These recruits sign, they'll start getting paid. Uh, instead of a recruit who, uh, and there's a lot of schools that have done it right, uh, not just Alabama, there's multiple schools in the SEC that's done it right. Uh, Georgia, for example, others who, who have not recruited that way, but it just provides the NIL information so that when the, uh, when the player gets there and is able to be signed and work and, and has their name, image, and likeness uh, available to the public, uh, then they can benefit from it, make money off of it. And I think that's what it was intended to do. Uh, there's an old saying out there that says, methinks thou dost protest too much. And what that means is uh, when the uh, Texas A&M keeps talking so much about it uh, and keeps uh, doing all these things about it, is it lets you know that, well, hey, maybe there was something wrong going on after all that, that they're protesting about. You know, if they had never been doing anything wrong, they wouldn't have come out so uh, so guns blazing about it. And if anyone should have been fined or suspended for anything they said, it would have been the personal attacks that, that Jimbo Fisher uh, did on, on his uh, press conference. Those are directly a violation of the Code of Ethics and the SEC coaches. So, um, yeah, I, I think that the Texas A&M uh, was just trying their best to, to, to posture and, and in a way of, of, of uh, keeping the SEC and the NCAA away from them. Jimbo Fisher and his personal attacks and all the way down to 
this coming out that they want some type of punishment for Coach Saban. But as you said, when it comes down to it, uh, one thing I've always learned, if you have to go to personal attacks and not attack the idea or the topic, you've probably already lost at that point of the conversation. I agree 100%. It it means that you don't have anything to say to defend yourself against the the topic and you attack the person individually. Uh, That's just not a – that just shows your weakness of your argument. Without a doubt. Uh, So, D.C., I I don't know how much you keep up with uh, baseball, but I did see that Alabama just got a new – Third baseman, a, a, a kid from uh, Trustville, who originally was at Auburn, transferred to Tennessee Tech, and now he is back at home in playing for Tuscaloosa, uh, playing for Alabama. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, and Mason, if you can pop me up his name, I just lost it. Uh, he is a. He had 14 home runs in the OV, in the Ohio Valley Conference last year. Uh, big time player feels the need after losing a transfer out from uh, a veteran third baseman. Though he just had transfer out. Yeah, I, Ed Johnson. I, I, I follow baseball. Uh, you know, some. I, I love the baseball team. One of my good, one of my friends, uh, Matt Rada, is a is a coach on that on the baseball team, and and I think everything that Alabama is doing uh, is 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 trying to better and up their up their team. I, I think the player you're referring to is Ed Johnson. I think he announced Monday that yes. he was going to transfer. He's a former Auburn player. Uh, he's playing for Tennessee Tech, and like I said, played for Trustful High School. I think that he uh, he is. You know, a great benefit, great addition. He brings power, brings a good glove. Uh, uh, I think he had a 406 on base percentage. Uh, he had 57 hits, five home runs. So he brings in uh, some power at the plate. Does a good job of, uh, uh, of in the infield as well. So I think he'll be a great addition to the baseball team. Anything that Alabama is doing in the baseball team is, is to upgrade, to improve, to get them to a better level of where they are of talent and uh and I think you'll see some more transfers uh, along with some more signings uh, heading on into the rest of the year. All right. And switching, staying in, in the recruiting transfer world, uh, what do you think about this weekend? Uh, did you get to check and see who all got to come into town this weekend on the recruiting visit? Yeah, it was a great it was a great weekend for some uh, highly touted uh, players. You know, Arch Manning was leading the way with the uh, uh, you know recruiting visit weekend, and of course you've got Arch Young, the running back. You had the uh, big tackle uh, European, the one player in the European League. So it was a big recruiting uh, weekend for Alabama, uh, and I, I think everybody that I've I've talked to that coming out of it said you know, how impressed the players were. Uh, with the culture. I think that was a big word that came out of this weekend was the culture at Alabama was just different, uh, meaning that when they see things at Alabama, it's different than when they've gone and visited other programs. So I think that's a that's a compliment. Anytime a player goes comes away saying the culture's different, it means they took notice of something here that was different, and that's what you want when, when players come in. 
do you think there's any way Arch Manning commits to Alabama? In my opinion, I don't think so. Um, I, I think his heart is somewhere else, and uh, his family may be in another place, but I don't think either one of those places are Alabama. Uh, I feel you on that, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay with Eli Holstein at this point. Seems like he's a pretty good ball player himself. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm okay with him too, and not only a good ball player, but uh, competition level uh, uh, region, and I think he's going to come in with some skills that'll be very good. Especially what I've seen his uh, skills seven on seven challenge. He kind of kind of tested off the charts. Uh, better than any other quarterback ever done. So uh, in the top ten of any quarterback in the in history. So uh, I, I think uh, I think he's going to be just fine. Oh uh, yeah, that 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 was a little surprising how how well he tested. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, that I mean, all, like as you said, off the charts across the board. One of the best that we've ever seen. Uh, and you're talking about the likes of. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Tua Tagovailoa, a lot of big name guys that he blew out of the water as far as his testing. So big, big things for Eli in the future. Uh, you know, I wish I DC, uh, DC caps on report. Uh, DC, when you look at this, <coughs> excuse me, upcoming Alabama team, I was doing some research of. Guys that where they have them rated coming into the season, and at quarterback they have Bryce Young ranked number one as the top quarterback for the twenty twenty three season. Do you think he holds on to that to that spot throughout the course of the season, or does he get a push from the CJ Stroud? And not necessarily Heisman talks because we already know it's going to be hard to win a Heisman back to back years, but just. Even getting ready for the 2023 draft, uh, does Bryce, being undersized, still hold on to that top spot? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, coming into the year, he's top, definitely the top spot. He's a reigning Heisman champion. He's playing in a, in a, in a good uh, system for him. But, you know, I, I will say this I think the rest of the country is going to push CJ Stroud. I think they're looking for somebody. I mean, it's just, it's just one of those. Things when you play for the University of Alabama that that uh, you have that kind of hate from a different from other regions, you know that the Alabama, uh, you know, we we just kind of feel like there's always they're looking for somebody else to put to the top. So I think if you look at a lot of the media outlets, C.J. Stroud is is right there, number two, and I think they're just looking for him to do something. So I wouldn't be surprised that if if if, if coming out at the end of the season, if he if he has a stellar year, like he you know put up the number he put up before. He didn't move up there above in, in the eyes of the media. Now, in my eyes, I, I think all Bryce Young has to do is come in and do what he's always done. He doesn't have to do anything different. Uh, do what he's always done, and Alabama wins ball games. At the end of the year, he'll come out number one. But I look for C.J. Stroud to push him, especially in the eyes of the media, because I look for them to push C.J. Stroud uh, as the best quarterback coming out of this year. Do, do you think the size issue – is something that is overplayed nowadays as we get gotten into this era where you've seen smaller quarterbacks have success. You have Kyler Murray up under uh, six foot. You have Russ Wilson up under six foot. Drew Brees dominated the league for a long time at barely six feet tall. 
two is barely six. You, you know, you're starting to see more and more of these guys who don't necessarily have the measurables, but they, they have the talent to play. Do you think that narrative is starting to get played out when it comes to a Bryce Young? Yeah, I don't think that size is really going to be an issue that's going to uh, hold him back any. Typically, when you see all the good players that that's been able to dominate in the NFL, you know, like like Drew Brees, like like a uh, a player who you know they used to say you got to be six foot four, six foot five, stand in the pocket and see over the lineman, but uh, that's not really born to be true uh, with the you know, with with the with the players like Drew Brees and Russell Wilson having such a good good seasons and, 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 and playing so well and putting up great numbers. So I don't think that's becoming as uh, as important as it used to be. I think six foot, uh, 5'11", six foot, you can still um, uh, you know be, be a really good quarterback in the NFL. And I think some of these players doing that has kind of taken that uh, uh, edge a little bit off of that, uh, off of that, you know, knock against short quarterbacks and, uh, you know, and then the hand size. I mean, you know, everybody talks about the hand size now. Everybody won't look at the guy has certain hand size. Uh, you know, I think that came along years ago about a couple of quarterbacks in the NFL that was fumbling and they just looked for something to blame it on and they went for their hand size. So, you know, I, I think uh, I think that's a little overrated as well. So I think a lot of these measurables, when you look at it, you know, kind of gotten overrated in the last couple of years. We've seen because we've seen the production of players who who are, are, are less in stature, uh, not as big, and, and still doing a good job. So I think you're seeing that go back. I don't think that's going to hold, hold Bryce Young back. Okay. And we're going to go ahead and head to our uh, second break. For DC, I'm going to go ahead and set you up for this question. Will Tommy Brockemeyer have a breakout season? Can he take a step? to potentially get in on the action with his starting offensive line. So we'll answer that on the other side of the break. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks as we get started on this Tuesday morning. Traffic pretty light around town. If you do see conditions throughout the morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new or used vehicle at Townsend Nissan. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Message. 
Did you know not washing your hands after using the bathroom can increase the spread of hepatitis A? Washing your hands with soap and water, as well as getting vaccinated, is the best way to protect yourself if you are at risk of getting hepatitis A. One dose of the hepatitis A vaccine provides long-lasting protection in up to 95% of those who receive it. For more information on the hepatitis A outbreak in our state, visit alabamapublichealth.gov forward slash IMM. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Public Health, the ABA, and this station. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. With XNL Sports Xavier Houston. I am sitting in this morning for him, and I am joined by DC of uh, DC Cash on Report. DC, you weren't going to tell me, man? What you mean? I, it's your birthday? Yeah, today's my birthday. That's right. Uh, June 14th. They, uh, uh, growing up, uh, Uncle always told me they put the flags out everywhere in the, in the, in the, for my birthday. I didn't realize that later on it was Flag Day as well. So, yeah, it is my birthday. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. I appreciate that. Uh, happy birthday, Virgil Williams. Boy. I wish you a happy birthday. Thanks uh, so much. I appreciate Facebook. it. Yeah, well, I hope you have a great rest of the day. But let's get back into a little football. Uh, so there there was a a... a a guest a caller that wanted to know if you think Tommy Brockermeyer can can break out this season, or if it's going to be a little bit later down the road. Well, in can the answer is yes, he can. Uh, you know, it, it, it remains to be seen if he will. My, in my personal opinion, I think he's a year, another year away from a breakout season. Uh, and let me let me explain that. I, I think he has got you know he's a great kid, love his family, got great pedigree. Uh, I think he and his brother both came into the University of Alabama and needed that redshirt year to get acclimated to college football. 
and get uh, a little little quicker, a little stronger. And I think they've done that uh, in this. In, in in this setup this year, he has every he has the ability and he has the opportunity. I think if he can take advantage of that, uh, but this is going to be a year where they're going to be looking for the best five to put on the field with the new offensive line coach. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, going to be a lot of competition, so he can break out. But in my opinion, I think he'll need one more year to where he's starting to break have a breakout season in Alabama. Because he's got to look at where, where is he going to start. You know, natural position is right tackle. And, and I think, you know, J.C. Latham is, is, is doing good there. you got the freshman Tyler Booker that seen, uh, everybody said has come in and really turned some heads there. And then you got Tommy Brockemeyer. So I think one of those three guys are going to start at right tackle. Because um, on the other side, if you look at left tackle, you've got the, the graduate transfer coming in, Tyler Steen. And then you got, uh, you know, a good uh, Kendall Randolph who is, who's, who's had some serviceable play at, at, at the tackle position. Or you, you got Amari Knight and, and then the freshman Elijah Pritchett, uh, I think, who are going to battle for that position. So uh, if there's any position that you can, uh, you would think it would be right tackle, and, and in my opinion, I think J.C. Latham will, will end up being winning that right tackle position. So, uh, But, you know, it, it, the question was, can he do it? I think he has the ability he has the opportunity. Uh, it's just on what the what the coaches see the best five players put on the field. And in my opinion, asking my opinion, I think he's one more year away from from having that breakout year. Okay, so so you if you had to pick your starting five right now, who are those five? Well, if I had to pick my starting five right now, I'd go with uh, uh, Seth McLaughlin at center, uh, Emil Akior at the right guard. I would go uh, Javion Cohen at the left guard. Um, you know, I, I, I've not seen Tyler Steen. I I either go with him or Kendall Randolph at the at left tackle, and I go with J.C. Latham at right tackle. Okay, so you think if do you think if Steen can get here and lock down that left side, or if Randolph locks down that left side early, could you potentially see the other guy? at that right tackle spot and lay from off of that starting line. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, that, that's definitely a possibility. Like I said, Coach Saban has always had the um, – his, his his whole idea is to put the best five players on the field. Um, and, and I think that interior line, we have some really good players at the interior line that's going to make some uh, make some uh, a difference. And so, you know, you got Seth McLaughlin or Darren Delacour. I think they're going to be – battling it out for the center position. you got James Brockemeyer behind them. And I think Damian George is is going to really push Emil Akior uh, or, or uh, you know, Javion Cohen or Terrence Ferguson for one of those positions. So that's going to be some great competition. So really there's going to be great competition all along the line. And uh, having the best five, finding the best five is going to be something that Coach Wolford is going to have to really work on to put the best five on the field. Yeah, and you said you listened to speaking about the offensive line and Coach Wolford. You said you you listened to a little bit of what JC said and and uh, Damian said about the 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 difference between his coaching style versus uh, Coach Marone's coaching style on the offensive yeah. line. Do you think that's more beneficial since we have so many young guys along yeah. the offensive line? Yes, I think it's beneficial, and that's why I said that Tommy Brockemeyer can 
because uh, he's going to have the coaching and the opportunity to do it. I think that, that, that the younger players are going to benefit more from Coach Wolford's style than they would under uh, Doug Marone. And nothing, that's not a knock against Doug Marone. It's just a professional coach comes in uh, expecting the players to have the certain things that uh, that they have, that skills and, and, and knowledge and, and be able to navigate the college football life easy. And I don't think that those players last year had that. So I think it was difficult for Tommy Rockemeyer to, to make that transition from a high school line coach to a professional line coach. I think he and the other freshmen, redshirt freshmen, will, will benefit from Coach Wolford. From all accounts, Coach Wolford is a player's coach. Not only a great coach uh, and, and gets a lot out of his players, but he's a player's coach, and the players love to play for a player's coach. So I think that each one of the players are going to benefit from Coach Wolford's style of coaching. Uh, and I think that'll help uh, produce a, a really good line this year. I agree. Can't, can't argue with you on that. Uh, back to uh, looking at some of where some of these guys are ranked coming into next season that play for the University of Alabama. Now, this is the top 10 running backs, or an early look at the top 10 running backs going into 2023 that are draft eligible. So this isn't going to count anybody like a Braylon Allen from Wisconsin or guys like that. Where would you rank Jameer Gibbs right now as the top 10 running backs eligible for the draft in 2022? Right now, without him playing a down for the University of Alabama, I'd I'd see him probably uh, in the fifth, fourth or fifth uh, in the nation at this point. And I think he has the the, the uh, skills and the ability and the play behind the good line at Alabama to uh, to make it to the, the top running back by the time the NFL draft NFL. comes up. I mean, I, re- I really think he is that, that talented and that good. They currently have, PFS, uh, per Mike Renner, has Jameer Gibbs ranked number eight. Well, I think that's probably based on what they saw and what they've seen him at Georgia Tech. Um, and, and I think you translate those skills that he produced at Georgia Tech into Alabama and playing in the system, uh, the uh, behind the line at Alabama. I think you have opportunities to to increase that. I think you could be you know one of the top two or three backs in the nation uh, come the end of the year when when they get ready to draft players. And Alabama has a has a uh, you know a, a history of turning out great backs to the NFL. So uh, you know, I think that helps him as well. Yeah. So. Of the, I'm gonna give you the list of the seven guys in front of, and I'll get, I'll give you the whole team. That's Bijan Robinson, number one from Texas. It's hard to argue that, especially coming into the season. They have Devin uh, H from Texas A&M, number two. Zach Evans, who was at TCU, transferred to Ole Miss at three. Tank Bisbee uh, from Auburn at four. Sean Tucker from Syracuse at five. Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State at six. Blake Corum from Michigan at seven. At Gibbs at eight. Zach Charbonnet from UCLA at nine. And uh, Dwayne McBride of UAB at number 10. And see, I, I respect the, the, the list, but, you know, in my opinion, uh, you're going on preseason before they've played, uh, but and going on when they played in the past. I just think they got Jamar Gibbs a little low, and I think they got Charbonnet a little low. I think he is 
better back than uh, make a good NFL back as well from UCLA. So it's not just I'm biased against Alabama. I guess I just have a different opinion based on their, their past, uh, based on their past performances. And, and you know, I think they'll, I think that that you have to have a good year at Alabama. Let's give them a chance and see where it shakes out at the end of the year. Agreed. I definitely think, uh, that, that he can move up and I definitely think he can end up in that top, that, that top three range, uh, because I honestly think it's low, even because you, you look at what he did at Georgia Tech behind a, a not, not such a great offensive line with not other weapons. He, he carried the team for two years. So that's why I, I feel like you should, as you said, probably be in that fourth to fifth just off of the bat and then let them move up from there. I was not going to lie, a little surprised when they put him behind a guy like a Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State, which not a knock against him, but he's 5'5 five, five and weighs 165 pounds. You know, the most he'll be is a Darren Sproles at the next level. And yeah. I'm not drafting a Darren Sproles over a Jameer uh, type player over a Jameer Gibbs who has Alvin Kamara type potential in my eyes. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think when we see Gibbs uh, play out of the backfield, some of the uh, uh, I know the plays that they're going to develop for him around the backfield, like an Alvin Kamara. Uh, I think his draft stock's going to go up tremendously at that point. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm here with D, uh, DC, DC, Caps on Report. DC, um, with everything that you have going on, what's some news that you've seen around the Alabama world? Well, i tell you one thing that happened yesterday. I don't know if you picked up on it or y'all talked about it or not, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this Alabama defense take the field next year because I'm excited about this defense. I think we could possibly have one of the best defenses since the 2016 defense. But, you know, you, you look at that and you think of all of us Alabama players, uh, people as being maybe biased against that. But an independent person, uh, when they make an observation like that, it really it really kind of bodes well for your team. But um, in a subtle tweet yesterday, one of the best defensive ends in the NFL, Cam Jordan, uh, tweeted uh, catching up some spring ball and watching this Alabama game and this Dallas Turner kid jumps off the page. Now, who would, what better compliment could you get from a from a defensive mind person? When he's watching a spring game, he's not watching it like you and I watch it probably. He's watching it differently, and, and he picks up on Dallas Turner. So I think that that's important when you see other people uh, that are not Alabama guys making comments about a particular player, That's that, that they mean that. And so I was so encouraged by that yesterday because I know I've seen the potential in Dallas Turner. And I think with him and Will Anderson on the field we're, this year, we're going to give there's going to be so much trouble for opposing offensive to try to uh, scheme to get one of the to get both of them out of the backfield. So I'm looking forward to this. And when, when you see other players like that, I don't know if you saw that or not, but I think that's a big compliment to, to Dallas Turner, but for NFL player to make. No, that I, yeah, I, I didn't see that yesterday, and, and that that's a major compliment. You're talking about Cam Jordan former first-round pick, uh, guy that's been a pro bowler and one of the best defensive linemen in the league. And, you know, that, that saying something because everybody focuses so much on 
Will Anderson's dominance for a guy to pick up and say, I, everybody knows what Will Anderson is, but for another guy to stand out like that, for a guy of Cam Jordan's caliber to pick up on it and notice and say, hey, man, I really like what I'm seeing, that, that could be a, a huge get for this Alabama defense. And as you said, I think they can be the most talented defense since 2016. When you look at all the different ways, the the depth in the secondary, the depth that they're going to be able to rotate, not only with the D-line, but those edge guys. Because everybody talks about Will Anderson. Everybody talks about Dallas Turner. But I really can't wait to see how Alabama uses Chris Braswell this year. To me, he's the most he he's the most anticipated guy. I'm I'm waiting to see. I I, I know we got Eli Rick transferring in. Kool Aid McKinstry's uh, had a whole year to to learn and grow. But it's something about Chris Braswell because we've seen we've seen hints of it. We've seen glimpses of it, and I'm just ready to see Alabama use him to his full potential. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. And something else I'm looking forward to is our is our defensive uh, linebackers in the middle. You know, uh, I I can't wait to to see how Toa Toa and Jalen Moody and the other uh, linebackers do because in my in, in my opinion, I think we're we're set up for another one of those years where play, teams are going to try their best to run away from Will Anderson and Dallas Turner, uh, and it's going to push them right into the heart of the Alabama defense. Uh, and there's going to be a great opportunity for the linebackers to make a lot of tackles this year. I, I really do that. If you look back at history of Alabama, you know who, who's the who's the leading tackler ever in the history of Alabama. I don't know if you know that in the X or not, but it's Wayne Davis. Wayne middle, Wayne Davis, middle linebacker, right? You know, you know okay. people. Say he was and he was great. He was a great player, but he had so many opportunities to to make plays that year because. They were trying to get away from two outside edge rushers named Cornelius Bennett and Derek Thomas. And so they weren't run anywhere except towards them. And Wayne Davis had so many opportunities. And, man, he did a great job uh, on on doing that. Can our, our, if our linebackers in the middle can take advantage of that, you know, we have a, we have a, we have ability to, to really shut down uh, what I call boa constrictor, just shut down offenses to a point that frustrates them. And when they frustrate them, and they begin to throw up passes. Our defensive backfield will have an opportunity to to, to make some interceptions. So I, I look at this another year of a takeaway. We have opportunity to take away take away a lot of plays, take away a lot of balls, and 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 really make taking advantage. So this may be one of those years where you see Alabama's defense back at the, back at the top uh, across the board: defensive line, linebacker, and defensive back. Yeah, I, I'm excited. So are you going? Are you going to go with Moody starting at that second middle linebacker spot? Because I know uh, me and, and Joe uh, Gaither, who's uh, one of the producers and the brand manager, he thinks it's going to be uh, Deontay Lawson starting there. Yeah, I think I think Deontay Lawson is a great talent, and I think he could he could definitely start there. He may end up being the year playing more, but in my opinion, you know, Coach Saban has a has a tendency, he has a history of rewarding those guys that have stuck with the program and have made some leaps and bounds. And I think that, uh, you know, last year to this year, uh, we'll see a drastic improvement over Jalen Moody and, we, and he'll have an opportunity to play. 
I would, you know, in my opinion, I think when they go against Utah State, he and Toa Toa will be starting. That's my opinion. Okay. So you is going to start off with Moody and potentially, depending on how he plays, you could see Lawson getting in there? Yeah, I could see Lawson getting in there for sure. He's got the talent and skill level. It'll be hard to keep him on the sideline. Uh, I just see a, I just see Moody starting and, and maybe a lot of change out in the year, you know, just substitutions. And you might even see Lawson play more uh, in a game, especially depending on how, uh, how we're doing and, and, and what the score is in the game. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Lawson to get more playing time at the, by the end of the year, but I wouldn't be surprised also to see Dylan Moody start. Okay, and one last question for you. How do we get Terry and Arnold on the field? You know, that is a that's that's something that's got to be done. Terry on Arnold has got uh, one of the great skill sets, and uh, I think we get him on the field by using him in multiple positions. You know, and you know, kind of like uh, you know, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. I think he play multiple positions. So I think you put him out there, try him at, at star. You try him in the dime package. You try him at robber. I think it'd be great at robber position, uh, and you, you try to work him into safety, but. We've got such a great, uh, you know, uh, safe, uh, you know, safeties right now. It, it'd be hard for him to break in that starting lineup there. So I think you got to start him uh, and work him in at some of those other positions. All right. DC, I appreciate you joining me today. Uh, thank you for all that you do and what you bring to the show. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, thank you, X, for having me on. I, I, it's a privilege for me to be on. Uh, you can find me at dccapstonereport.com, dccapstonereport Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter at davidcott 50 You can also check out Lance Shore's other sites at freelancepictures.com and rolltidebama.com for some great Alabama content. As we get closer and closer to the starting of the season, we'll, we'll ramp up our podcast, and I'll let you know when that's going to start out. But it's great to be on. Thank you for having me, X, and Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Thank you, DC. All right. That was DC. Of DC Cats on Report. I am Xavier Houston. This is the Martin Houston Show. I want to thank Mason for <laughs> helping me get through today. Man, you rock. I appreciate all that you do behind the scenes for me. And hey, y'all have a blessed Tuesday. It's going to be great. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks as we get started on this Tuesday morning. Traffic pretty light around town. If you do see conditions throughout the morning that folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new or used vehicle at Townsend Nissan. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. Today is expected to be the hottest day of the year so far, with heat indices reaching upwards of 105 degrees across West Alabama. That has prompted the National Weather Service in Birmingham to issue a heat advisory for all of West Alabama for the second straight day through 7 p.m. tonight. Make sure you protect yourself, your children, and your pets. 
click TuscaloosaThread.com. For more local news, sports, and weather coverage, it's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that. That as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The Chamber of Commerce of West Alabama will host the annual Celebrate Local event at the Tuscaloosa River Market Tuesday, June 21st from 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. The event is free and open to the public, featuring dozens of retailers and vendors from across West Alabama. Celebrate Local showcases a wide range of products and services. Attendees can shop for a variety of items, including clothing, jewelry, home decor, art, gifts, and more. Several restaurants will also be on hand to offer samples of their most popular entrees. Presented by Tuscaloosa tourism and sports celebrate local is a great way to learn more about what our local community has to offer as it encourages people to think local first for more info visit westalabamachamber.com thank you for listening to